0: Welcome to TLDR Game Series On The Road. Today we are at the Tabletop... Uh, I can't talk today. It's a table <laughs> Tabletop uh, Artisans Workshop. This is where designers and playtesters get together to try out uh, and give feedback to new designers with their prototypes and games coming soon to Kickstarter. Uh, with me today I have Blue Gear Games, Lynn and Michael. Say hello. Hello. Lynn Wynn here. Hey, you doing? Mike Wynn here. And they have a great game that they've been working on for, what is it, about nine months now, you said? Close
1: to about a year and a half or maybe two years, right?
0: Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. All right. Um, this is called Knights of Glory. Uh, Michael or, Win, uh, or Lynn, tell me what you guys, uh, about uh, Knights of Glory, and tell our uh, audience how to play it.
1: Uh, well, Knights of Glory is a, um, Knights of Glory is a, it's a deception and deduction game. It uses tactics of uh, dungeon crawl and uh, poker mixed with BS mechanics. So your your all your objective of the game is getting from a start path to the exit path, and you don't know what the cards ahead of you like a fog of war game. And then you're using the cards ahead of you to bluff your way to the exit. Pretty much. Yep.
2: Um, There's dice in the game, so you have to uh, um, roll dice to uh, match the match the cards that you have in your hand. Yeah. So and it has
1: like a little bit of, like. Crabs kind of mechanic yeah. a bit where you have to try to match the dice according to your, yeah. what you need on
2: your cards. Um, there's a card distribution, so if you're playing with a full game with five players, there's three of every weapon, the regular weapons, and there's six walls, four jesters. So you're trying to card count too, and at the same time, it's you're trying to memorize what's been so, played. So
1: it's half memorization, half card counting. So it can definitely de- depend also on what people vote, because then you want. If someone agrees with you, you might not see the card. And if someone disagrees, you'll approve the card, whether you can advance or retreat. All right. So I've now played this quite a few times with you guys. I once
0: played it, uh, it was... Uh, half price. Half price, mm-hmm. uh, about late last year. And now I've played it again twice here at the Tabletop Artisan's Workshop. And I have to say, I've had the biggest laughs out of this game <laughs> from all the games we've played today. Um, and not only that, it ruins friendships. <laughs> I, we played with Sean and Diana, and we are no longer in t- on speaking terms anymore because of your game. Thank you for that. You're I was looking yeah, for yeah, an yeah. excuse, but it's your fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's been the general response to this game? It's been a, actually a huge success. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, today, actually, we had our first blind test. We had our rule rulebook. Um, right now is in the process of being copyrighted. Uh, it has been we have the rough draft right now for people to play test it. We had two play testers, and it's actually been a success. So they've we didn't have much feedback coming back to us as our negative. And everyone said that they played it, they really liked the game. As you say, friendship betrayal is like it's <laughs> a, most common goal that it ends up being. But other than that it's been really good success so far. We haven't had a lot of negative feedback in a while. So Great. And I saw you
0: guys recently were at Pac South. Yes we were. How know? was it?
2: It was awesome. We we, we were uh, we actually wanted. We walked towards the tabletop area, but we before we got there, we found a, um, a setup called Unpubbed, um, right, the unpub. Right, the unpub. The unpub. Yeah, that's where you just you know everybody wants to test new games, and we were placed before the tabletop. That means everyone that walks towards it will see all the unpublished games. So yeah,
1: pretty much so, designers. If you're a designer, this is like a go-to for you to gra- right. grab it because it's right in front of the yeah. big. Area of the tabletop section, and there's a lot of tables out there. Yeah, it and we
2: was, had like nonstop. This game ended. Next setup. And it's not just one game we had set yep. up.
1: We had two games running because that's how many people wanted to play the game. Well, that's great. So, yeah.
0: And how was the feedback? Uh, yeah, really was, successful because yeah, we were all
1: doing a giveaway too, as yeah. well. So um, they, of course, they wanted to play it, but they actually. As they get playing it, they really enjoyed it yeah. So a lot. So well, good. So events like this, you
0: know, is not very common unless you're going to conventions where you actually get to experience your game with playtesters. I mean, you can bring them to, you know, your 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 board game nights, but, you know, how does it make you feel being able to talk to actual playtesters and other designers in a setting like this? Like, how is, how is that... Work for you. I mean, does it give you great feedback? I mean, do you find yeah, it a negative, yeah.
2: positive? I, I found it positive because um, it, it, you're, you have you have designers there that are game testing your game, and they're also designers themselves, and they they could give you you know positive, and negative feedback, and you can know if you're on the same level with them, like if you agree or disagree, or even you know, agree. And, uh, yeah.
1: And every designer has their own opinion to change and nitpick some stuff, but. Uh, designer playtester compared to an actual public testing player designers give you way more information than that can break your game which is actually very good for fixing your game right. you want to break your game public testers feel does this game feel good do I want to keep playing it or like do I want to show this to everybody oh this is a fun game for something quick to play rather than getting our crucial rules down so it's actually to me, that's the difference between a designer and a public test. Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah, and what I like about your game, guys, is the fact that it's a nice, I would almost call it a filler game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's yes, not a yes. micro game. It's not like a 5-10 minute game, yeah. but it's not an hour long to plus where it's a main event. It's a nice, fun party game. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about during the live uh, stream how there, you have multiple modes of it. I want you to uh, tell, tell
1: our listeners
0: what kind of different modes we can play with uh, Knights of Glory. Yeah,
1: um, so Knights of Glory right now, uh, they're still in testing. They will be, we will have the PDF formats uh, soon on the rules on how to play, but the first mode, we have three different modes. The first mode is, we call it Nested Tiers. As we were playing in the games, as you saw in the feedback, there's tier levels that were going, and then there was a Nested Tier that we played for the second game where the tiers split. So now instead of going from Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, and then the exit, you can actually choose a path between the tiers, meaning you can choose a left tier one or a right tier one. So, and then it varies between if it's revealed or not revealed, because then it gives you more flexibility of which way you want to choose according to the cards and dice that you roll. So, that's for nested tiers. Um, the second one is a gambling mode. So, in the game we were playing, that uh, you were getting Knights of Glory chips. Uh, those chips are used to eliminate the die from play. And, and use throughout your entire turn. So we may added another mechanic to the game where um, when you're voting, people place their votes in against the other player going and you can use your tokens to bet that they further risk and, and to pretty much you place your token down, whether you agree or disagree, you have a chance of gaining double your profit back. So if I were to agree and you place a token, you were to and the votes were commence and once the votes are flipped, anyone who agrees, the tokens you placed are, are, give, are given back to you. The only reason why you're doing this is to change other people's votes, meaning to deceive them the saying that the other player doesn't have it. While if you disagree and vote on bet chips, you will gain double the profit if you, the vote was correct when you dis- disagreed with the current player going. However, if everyone who disagreed and bet and failed at this, all the disagreed um, tokens go to the player that's currently advancing. So it's a double-edged sword too. If it doesn't work, right. So that's the third mode, uh, a second mode, and the third mode is a drinking game, party games. Uh, a lot of people maybe want to drink or anything. If this is possible, the drinking game how it works is there's tier levels. Um, the level you can decide the drink of course which which drink you want to play. For I'll give you an example. In tier one, you will drink uh, some beer. If, in tier two, you'll drink liquor, and tier three is shots. Ex- when you exit the game, everyone takes a shot. So, if more than one person exits the games, you're dis- excluded from taking a shot. So, the cell is your recuper, uh, your rehabilitation, pretty much. You don't want to, you, you don't start and cell. You don't have to do anything. You're just trying to recover from drinking. Right. <laughs> um, there's also a mechanic where each player gets to choose one weapon. That weapon, as you're going advancing further, uh, you uh, will. If that weapon shows up, either the substitution with the weapon indicator or the dice that you rolled, you will, uh, and you fail at doing either one. Doesn't matter which one. You would double what you would do for that tier level. So, if there was a shot in tier three and you failed with your weapon, you double the shot. So you take a double shot. If now the thing is, every time you retreat back, you have to drink. According to the tier level. So basically, we're still tweaking around about that, um, but the gambling one and the nested tiers are technically final. So
0: nice. It sounds like you don't shoot tequila on that game. (laughs) (laughs) You choose. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's that's a little rough. But um, (laughs) uh, so that sounds like fun. I know, you know, the limit is still uh, two to Mm -hmm. 5 Um, it plays best Would would say five would it be? plays
2: best with three players and five players. Okay because there, there's no unknown deck. right Because if you're playing with uh, two players, there's always gonna be a That's a, a, mystery a third, deck a third mystery own. deck. If you're playing with four players, there's gonna be another mystery player. Okay. But I mean it's, it's fun either way.
0: So, so what's the like, who came up with the concept of
1: uh, Knights of Glory?
2: Um, it's, we both yeah, we, did yeah. we
1: we went we had a group of friends that played at this church um, they played board games too they introduced us to a game called Celestia uh, which was a pretty fun game and we me and him like to compete against each other and mm-hmm. deception games are, are like our fun game because we get to read each other a lot we saw the game was great but there was something missing and being both designers we were like why don't we come up with a game that's similar to this but just more
2: fun? Yeah, they had it more was, flexibility. It, it was, they had a little bit of bluffing, but they didn't but extend it upon extend it. Extend upon it. It's right. like the
1: it's we, we for our game we expanded to give you more flexibility. So okay, and it has a bit of everything. Variation between.
2: Yep. There's dice rolling. There's card playing. Um, there's
1: a uh, like I said, card counting, memorizing. Um, if you don't have the cards, you can bluff your way through it. If you can't bluff your way through it, it's not the biggest thing deal to do in the world. You still can catch up, not on your turn when you're voting against somebody else. Right. That's yeah. why there's a card distribution. So
0: th- there's a nice catch-up mechanic. Yeah. Yes. Or as in my case, a fallback <laughs> mechanic. <laughs> is what I should call it. Or, or just just go to jail. I don't care where you are. Just go to jail, Marco. Yep. That's it. <laughs> but it's
1: not uh, not penalizing because, I'm, like you said, there's ways out of jail. On top of it, like I told you earlier, you, even if you're in jail you can't vote I was uh, one game we had when we play tested I don't know how I was able to get from the cell to the exit in one turn and nice. I guess it was based on the dice you roll the wild cards you may have and maybe the knight's nice glory tokens yeah. Right. so if you want to push your luck further you can and just keep trying I mean, you you decide when you want to stop so alright
0: so you guys both came up with this game after trying um, Celestia. Celestia and then the artwork I, I do enjoy the artwork of this game uh it's nice and fun. It still makes you feel like you're doing a dungeon crawler. So where did that idea come from? Is let's instead of doing it just a regular type of game where it's just moving forward, let's make it a dungeon.
1: I think you came up with that
2: idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the that, the backstory of the game is your um it's a kingdom. There's knights, and they're, he's trying to train his knights. Mm-hmm. So there is underneath there is a training. No, then that's where the dungeon is. It's underneath, it's a secret dungeon, and whoever makes it out at the, the dungeon becomes one of its elite knights. Okay. So whoever, and that that's why there could be more than one winner, because you you get you, if you three people make it out, you three can go on the quest, can be the three chosen to be on the big you know ch- uh, quest. So, right, so.
0: and you if you are still a tier one, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> so yeah. also, the best thing
1: is uh, the story, we were thinking about the story to actually, instead of just making a story for our game, we're making it a lore. For expansions, the story will expand. Okay. Further into yes. um, pretty much what the game will go. We,
2: we'll, we we could actually give you a little hint of it. So if you notice when you were going through the dungeon at the very end, there is a there's a dragon of, a, of dragon. a picture of a dragon, mm-hmm. and you know you just roll the dice and you exit. No, and the, there's an expansion called Might and Monsters, where you actually fight a real dragon before you exit. So not only like, do you have like, to dragon exit. Pawn. Yeah. Okay. Dra- so you place a dragon pawn at the exit. You have to fight him. Before you could actually exit, so it's a little bit of a delay, but, but the good thing is if you de- defeat the dragon, you gain a knight of glory.
1: But it's not nice. just a dragon now, instead of a dragon, there are the like you said, might and monsters. Monsters, so what it means there are black player pawns that will spawn every time you advance successfully. Okay, in the dust de- depends on the tier level, in the, in and the, you yeah. have to, in order to overcome them, you can't it, the monsters stop you from advancing, you have to deal with the monsters first according to the weapon cards you have in your hand. So now weapon cards will have a mechanic. Okay,
0: so so you're adding more depth into the yes. game now. Yeah. And and it's a very simple mechanic. And, so. But still it adds a nice yeah. level of strategy. Yes, yeah. You're like, okay, I can't use all my swords coming up yeah. because the black pawn just, yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. came yeah. up. Yeah, Well, yeah. That's, that's a yeah. great uh, mechanic that you guys are going to build in.
1: That's all,
2: yeah.
0: Now, are you planning on doing that with the Kickstarter or waiting? Uh, like, yeah, we're going to wait, wait after. waiting. So yes. you're going to release the game. Then probably another the six yes. months or so. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Well, that's exciting. All right, I'm going to start off with what got you guys into board
2: games? Um, our cousin. Our cousin, Yeah, actually. He's, he's, uh, he's actually from California, and he came down to visit for a uh, Chris, uh, Christmas vacation. So he, we never played board games besides Monopoly and all the other stuff, which we uh, don't uh, really board. consider board games. Exactly. Uh, Monopoly not. and Life, those kind of games. But then he introduced us, our first game was Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. So together, that, and we we, we played the heck out of that game. We we spent like five hours playing that game straight, nonstop. Yeah,
1: and then so after that, just we went to Pandemic, and yeah. that was just uh, that's another yeah. interesting game. All
2: in right. itself, it's hard to win. It's yeah, hard, it's to, hard win, to win, but it's possible, yep. right? So so
0: how like how old were you when you guys was or was this like just a few years ago? This go? is one recent, probably oh, like two recently. and a half years ago. Okay, yeah. so you guys really got onto the, yeah. the bandwagon yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, most of the time when we're uh, we're home, we're either hanging out, watching movies. We love watching movies, mm-hmm. or just like, just I guess playing games. Or anything.
2: actually, we our, one of our hobbies for this is actually video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he's into um, those. Um, uh, I'm into a
1: MMO or MMO. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. really good at them. Um, but I mean, I want. Him, do something different. I like uh maybe be more. I wanted. I like to be more engaging. So right. you know, like be social and all that stuff. So video games does that, but it doesn't. It only takes you. It's great, but I mean, it takes you so far into uh, to what you can do because you spend hours and hours in time, but you don't get any social interaction. Well, I players. mean, you, you get the social
0: interaction, yeah. but it's, it's, different. It's, it's a social, unsocial event. Yes. Because while you're talking <laughs> to people, you're not really yeah. in yeah. front of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're being socially unsocial. Uh, yeah, socially <laughs> unsocial, social. yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I, I, agree, I completely agree with you guys. You know, when you're in a, an event like this or, you know, you go to play a board game you're forced to talk to each other no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that that really is, like, for you guys, brought it into, like, wow, I,
1: I love the hobby and for that reason. Yeah. Also made uh, it why we like the game. We want to make the game not just when someone just gets eliminated and, like, you can't do nothing on turn. We want to make... Every time it's you not know, your turn, there's some type of player interactions that can determine your fate in the game or make you yeah. advance, like in our game, advance. So, player. like, a lot of
2: games is, like, uh, elimination, like, where if you, uh, you lo- you know, if you die, you're out of the game. You just but observe the right like, play. We team. don't like, like, we don't like, we like playing games like that, but we like to have it where everyone can still be in the game, even if they die.
1: In, yeah, even if you die, you still have some type of judgment in the game that can affect you if yeah. you come back in the game or something like that. Okay. So, like, we have, uh that's
0: what we type of
1: games we like
0: so well this game is very engaging i mean i don't think there was a moment during the live stream where we weren't talking or laughing um which is a huge plus um it's not going to be one of those big strategy games where you're sitting there with the risk of you know as they call ap or analysis paralysis Mm -hmm. no you're you're just going to communicate with each other and i'm glad you guys decided to go that route with this game it's a very fun game uh so we know you started with Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. Now, from Ticket to Ride to what you're playing now, each of you independently, what is your favorite game to play? Uh, excluding your own, what is your favorite game to play? And sorry, game relief. I'm taking this question from you. But <laughs>
2: yes, my favorite type of game is deduction and um, deception. So I would I would say uh, One Night Ultimate, Ultimate Werewolf. Okay, that's awesome. my. What's my? That's your turn, uh,
1: Michael. Me and him have something similar. Um, I I like it, but me I get a little bored if I play the same type of game or too much. I li- I'm like the person to like to expand to something different. So I play any type of different games. If it's good, if it's too complicated, if it's long or something like that. For me, um, I like he said one night with my werewolf. I did really like that game. He introduced me to Mafia as well, mm-hmm. and some I like games that can make you think puzzles strategy. Okay. Um, so I guess. Uh, how should I explain it? Um, there's a lot of games. Um,
2: There's a new game that you got. Yeah,
1: there's a new game I got called Viral. Okay. It's, yeah. uh, it took us two days to figure out how to play this game. <laughs> we locked up a lot of videos. If it wasn't for the videos, it, we would honestly not know how to play the game. But the game is actually really well developed and really good, actually. Mm, yeah. it, it does have a lot, a lot of strategy, strategy behind yeah. it, it. That's why he likes it. Yeah. So it's a pretty good game. It is a big board game, too. So. Right. All right. So we got... One night,
0: I mean, Ultimate Werewolf, and we have Viral. Uh, when did that game come out? Just recently,
1: I think it was like a yeah, maybe a three, month, couple four months, months ago, yeah, couple maybe. Months ago. Okay. Um, it, a lot of people get te- it, the, gra- the the graphics are pretty interesting. Um, uh, you're pretty much a virus, and you're trying to affect the organs and right. the systems in it, and you gain points. But if you're affecting too much, the scientists know you're th- know you're. Pretty much infecting them and it will eradicate you like almost like pandemic will
2: eradicate right. you. It's the reverse. Yeah, this is a pandemic you're trying to you know cure. You're right. the virus. Yeah, yeah, you're the virus. You're trying to infect. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. That sounds like another game uh, I've uh, played. It's called Pathogenesis. Mm. It's, you know, very similar where your virus manipulating you know bringing in mitochondria into yes. it. Mm. You know, and it's like infecting the system. Until the system knows you're there, and you're like, "Oh no, it's coming at me!" (laughs) Yep. And then you you can attack each other, viruses. Yep. So viral, I definitely got to check that out, guys. Yeah. All right, so Blue Gear Games, Knights of Glory, again, when are you kickstarting? Um, time the
1: third quarter. Third quarter. Third quarter.
0: quarter. All right, so expect to see them out uh, and about at different conventions, gaming. Um, is there any other gaming convention you're gonna hit up this year? Uh, let's
1: see. Like BGG we, South. We let's see. Um, let's see. The other ones we're gonna hit. Um, when is when is when mean, is BGG uh, South? I
0: mean not South. Uh, Spring. I think that's in May. It's in May. Okay.
1: May, May. I um I possibly maybe or maybe not can do that. But um we will post it on our website obviously okay. when we could go. But um. The when we do go, we also be hosting our every time we go to these major events we do host of giveaways. Okay. So if that's one also look out for that.
0: Alright, is there any giveaway coming uh, soon or we're still just in the works, right? We're now?
1: trying to attempt like each month we're trying to do a giveaway. Well the, before our Kickstarter starts you have a chance of winning our game. For oh, free okay. in our giveaway on the the
2: last um, the last, the the last, last week or before, well, last we'll be week before the Kickstarter, and we're trying to do yeah. a giveaway.
0: Okay, so. well, that's great. All right, so check them out. They uh, have a Facebook page, it's uh, Blue Gear Games LLC. Um, you Do they also, Knights nice of Glory, does it have its own? It has its, it has its, it's, own, its page. own page. All so you right. can
2: actually find it by going to the Blue Gear Games uh, Facebook page. All right, good. There's going to be links that are already tagged up right on top, so you could just Go to the links right away. Uh, we and do have an Instagram account as well. All
1: right, Instagram. So selfless,
0: selflessly plug all your stuff. <laughs> That's what this is here for. Yeah. So we have Instagram, uh, Facebook.
1: Facebook. You have your own website. You have yes. our own we website. We have our own Melon, uh, melon system. So, all right, so w- what's the website? It is uh, www.bluegeargames.com. All right. Uh, the Facebook is obviously f- uh, www.facebook.com. Bluegear Games. Slash Bluegear Blue Games. Slash Bluegear Games. And um, the... Instagram account is um, the same thing. um, Instagram account,
2: but there's an LLC at the end. Yeah,
1: there's an LLC at the end, though. So don't forget the LLC, guys. For Instagram, Instagram. right?
0: Well, Facebook too, because I was noticing if I typed in just Blue Gear, there's two Blue Gears. Go with the one that says LLC. Oh. Okay. It's just Blue Gear, and then yours is Blue Gear Games. Okay. So if you're looking it up, Blue Gear Games LLC is them.
1: Yeah, if you go to the website, it will directly link you to it. So. Yep. Right. That makes it even better.
0: All yeah. right, so expect their game out third quarter. Um, Lynn, Michael, it was great to talk to you guys. Uh, don't forget, Knights of Glory in third quarter. Thanks for joining us, and we will be back at a different time, saying different things in a different order. Bye. All
2: right. Bye-bye. Take, Take care. care.